The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's a big Sills Friday. How you doing? What a great week, man. Dear God, as we are now in the time of Lent, I thank you for all the content that you have brought, Jacob Media and Big Sills, this week. Thank you very much. Please, come Monday, Howie Roseman, has pushed in all three first-rounders for Deshaun Watson. Oh, dear God. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. How's that sound? Sounds like a monster movie. Man. Please. Please. Eastside Monster, it's, it's a fantasy. It's just the fantasy in how we, we trust. Oh, man. Can you imagine? We haven't heard anything yet. Okay? From the grand jury. And we haven't heard anything from Deshaun's folks. We may hear it. Bad Big Chris, we may hear it during the show. Because you know what we are here. We're the information. We're the information tunnel when it comes to sports broadcasting. The National Football Show with Big Sills. Ooh. Eric, yes. I'm more like a model now with the new camera views and all that. Yeah. Okay, even look a little thinner. Look at this. It's all good. Hit the like button. By the way, we got a packed show for you today. Bottom of the hour, I'm going to get... Chris Landry's thoughts. He was at the NFL Combines. I'm going to ask him about free agency. I'm going to ask him about the top people he saw at the Combines. I want to hear Chris Chris Landry's rankings and ratings for some of these kids. I want to also throw some of my draft choices at him. When it comes to the Eagles, when it comes to your particular favorite football team, and also I want to talk about some of the deals that we've seen over the last few days here. Russell Wilson, the Aaron Rodgers to one. Hey, isn't that Aaron Rodgers story like old news now? 200 million. Two, since when does a $200 million deal become old news? And it only happened a couple days ago. Power of the NFL, man. Power of the NFL. We will see, hopefully during this program, the direction of where the Eagles go at quarterback. How about this, guys? Do you think that we're looking potentially at the future of Jalen Hurts today and what that decision is going to be rendered with Deshaun Watson? Whether or not the Eagles really go all in on this. As I said, Chris Landry, first hour, and Derek Gunn, our personal Eagles insider, one of the most plugged-in guys in Philadelphia media history, will be with us 
in hour number two at 5.30 Eastern time. So we will get his thoughts. Yes, Jason Kelsey, one year, $14 million. How about this? The Eagles made him the highest paid center in the National Football League today. The highest paid center in the game, and he was debating whether or not if he was going to play one more year. Hey, man, you know, I'll come back. Well, here's $14 million. $14 million one year. You know what? It must be cool to be great. It must be cool to be great. Benny says, shit, he deserves it. Absolutely, man. You keep playing the way you're playing, I'll keep playing you on one-year contracts. I'll keep paying you like that. I guess Landon Dickerson can't play center. Hey, man, when you're floating $14 million at me, you know what my wife would be saying? Get your ass out there. You got one more year. (laughs) Oh, Lawrence, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Having watched him, you know what's funny? You guys asked me that question. You asked me that when I first started talking to you guys, and I was like, I don't know. Now? Ain't a question. That guy's one of the best centers I've ever seen play the position. Dude, the guy's guy's spectacular. He really is. He's spectacular. So we'll talk to Derek Gunn, and we'll get his thoughts. Obviously, also, too, he's part of the postgame show for Jacob Media when it comes to the Eagles, and we can't wait to speak to him as we can't wait to speak to you. Guys, I'm going to throw a topic out, obviously, too. Hey, I got to do this, though. Before I throw the topic out, 29 spot put on the Sixers last night. I'm sorry, man. James Harden, you got to show up, dog. You got to show up. Okay, Mr. No Show. I tweeted that out at Dan Cilio Show. Okay, Mr. No Show. Dude, you can't play in a game where Kevin Durant puts that kind of effort on the floor and Kyrie Irving is hitting nothing but net. And you got a guy, Curry, talking shit to the Sixer bench and nobody. Hey, I'll tell you what I do dig, though. Can I tell you what I do dig? The NBA has a rival now. There's a rivalry. That's in Sixers. You know, it used to be Sixers and Celtics during the Bird era and Moses Malone era. You got it back now. There's true animosity between those two with Joel Embiid and with KD. You can feel it. I've, how about this? The game was almost an afterthought, wasn't it? When Philly was down by a whole, whole bunch, weren't you still doing this? Dude, this is good. Okay? I think the Sixers have to realize, along with Doc Rivers, hey, man. You got to show up in that game because KD's going to come and bring it. You know, I'll tell you something about Kevin Durant, too. You could say whatever you want about Kevin Durant. He's frail. He don't look real big. And when he stands next to Joel Embiid, he looks like a toothpick. But I'll tell you what, there's gangster in that dude's play. Man, he's going down the lane, challenging in him, shooting those threes. Man, he's a weapon. And he comes to play every day, man. That dude loves balling. 
He's got gangster in his game. And I, I give it to you, Kyrie Irving, that guy's a fruit. One day he's here, one day he's here, one day he's here, one day he's here. You don't know what you get. But with KD, man, when that guy comes and he's going to play 48 minutes of hoop for you, that dude plays. I enjoy watching him play hoop, man. He's an old school dude. You know, he's almost a cross between Dirk and Larry Bird, the way he plays. Deadly from the perimeter, can drive the lane. He's almost like a little bit of Kevin McHale in him, too. That guy is a great hoop player, man. He's one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen. That guy could play in any era. He could have played back in the 80s, getting banged around. You know, Anthony Mason beating him up. He's still going to, you know what makes him deadly? Top of the key. Top of the key. James Harden? Dude, how about this, guys? You think the Sixer players look at James Harden a little different today than they did 24 hours ago? Ask yourself that. In 24 hours, don't you go like this when you're talking James Harden? Hey, man. I was expecting a little more than you uh, filling a box score up against the Knicks. You know, like that. You're brought in here to beat the Heat, Chicago, Boston, and Brooklyn. <laughs> Those are going to be the teams. Dude, you got to – and you can't play like that in front of the Sixer faithful. Hey, guys, you know what makes you guys – the greatest fans in America. Philly fans were like this, even with Ben Simmons on the bench. You know what's – and my boy Xander's in the house. He can attest. Sixer fans were booing the team. They were giving it to the Sixers. They didn't give a shit anymore about Ben. That was a poor-ass effort last night. They didn't care about Ben Simmons their ranks went from Simmons to the team because they thought more of the team than Simmons. Simmons won that last night. That's what pissed people off. That's what pissed it off. Big picking, I love your take. You appreciate greatness. That's right, man. Your booze appreciate greatness. Nobody digs. Hey. Nobody digs rooting for 500 or showing up. James Harden just showing up? Bro, you ain't going to do shit. Charles Barkley's right. I watched the TNT show last night. Let me say this to you, man. You don't win a title in two years, worst trade in history, especially if that team in Brooklyn goes on. You may get that team again in the opening round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. That may not be something I want to think about because if you show up and play like that against Brooklyn, they're going to run you off the floor. And Curry, that guy wanted every bit of Philly last night too. Where are you going to get the offense from? Harden and, and hey, Joel Embiid, I'm not saying anything negative on him. I think he played good last night. I wouldn't say he played great, but Harden, four turnovers? Come on, man. You got to step on that gas pedal, bro. Let's go. Kyle says football. All right. Let's jump over to football here now. 
Fletcher Cox, let's start there. You know, I, 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 I've been saying to you it's time to move on from Fletcher. And Barrett Brooks, by the way, I really enjoy doing the show with Barrett. I do. I, I, I love the guy. I do. I love talking football and talking sports and teammate stuff with him. He sees it, has it, he gets it. I think me and him have a kind of the same personality a little bit, and I, I really do. I, I, I enjoy it. He said something to me, though, that was interesting. He said, Sills, you got to look at the salaries today, and you've got to put that more in perspective. He's right. $18.1 million cap hit for the Eagles on Fletcher's deal. You know, when I turn around and I look at what the DTs are being offered in franchise tag, and it's 17-2. Fletcher Cox, 17-2, 18-1. Brings leadership to the locker room. You add around him. The Eagles may not be fretting having him on the roster because it's how about this? Let me say this. Dan says Fletcher's washed. You think Fletcher Cox is still one of the top five defensive tackles in the NFL? You know what's funny? I had this debate with Xander at the beginning of the season. He thought I was nuts. And as the year went on, Xander won the argument. How many goose eggs did we see when it came to box scores where he was Casper the Ghost? The dude did not have an I did not have a stat line in numerous games. Man, I didn't even know he was on the football field. Okay, um, now, now, new scheme? I'll give you a little bit of that. New technique? I'll give you a little of that. Kelsey says top 10. Who the hell is Xander? Ha <laughs> ha! I'll be talking about you a lot. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, is Fletcher Cox top five? Is he a top five DT? That's a tough one. Because I think he brings a dynamic to the football team that you have to have. X says exactly. Move on. Move Cox, go and grab Jordan Davis. You think Jordan Davis is going to be at 15? After a guy who's 351 pounds running a 4.78? I don't think so. By the way, I'm going to have to do another mock draft because I can promise you this. The kid that I said that was 19, Trayvon Walker, that guy ran a 4.78 also or was like a 4.75 at 275 pounds, six foot five and a half. You think that guy's going to be sitting at 19? I'm not so sure of that anymore. Okay? I'm not so sure. Dude, Jordan Davis put on a show. He was a freak show. A defensive tackle like that at six foot six? He's going to go top 10. How about this? I'm going to make a prediction to you. Who do you think is going to have a better career? Aiden Hutchinson or Jordan Davis? I'm going to go Jordan Davis. I'm biased because I'm a DT. I'm going to go Jordan Davis. 
okay? You can push Aiden Hutchinson around. You ain't pushing that dude anywhere. 351. Hey, get this. If he sucks, I'll make him an old lineman. This guy's got the athleticism to play freaking tight end. That guy is a true, I mean, you know what? Seriously, Jordan Davis could be a hoop player. This guy's like Zion Williamson. I mean, you're telling me you think Zion Williamson's a better athlete than Jordan Davis? I don't know. Hey, that kid can play too, man. He's got a productive reel. Okay, hey, I'm just saying to you, what do you do? Do you go, do you move off him, or do you do you keep him and build around him and hope that he takes in the system of a year ago that was implemented? Hey, and by the way, you think an edge rusher would help Fletcher Cox's numbers out? I think it's common sense. The Eagles have blown out loud at pass rushing. 31 out of 32 teams, that's where they finished in rankings. You get an edge rusher, you get the Marcus Lawrence, you get one of these kids in the draft, and you add that to the dynamic, you think Fletcher Cox's numbers go up? I would think so. I think a tone-setting safety also has to help out the entire team. Now, again, that umbrella defense they play, that zone soft defense, Seth Joyner and I talked about that yesterday. You can't keep doing that, dude. You can't play so soft zone with no rush. Dude, you can play soft zone if you got four headhunters. You don't have four headhunters, man. Some dude's going to roll in there and have 80% completion percentage on you. Break NFL records every time you go against a top-flight quarterback. And it don't even have to be Brady. Brady looked like, hey, the only reason Brady had incomplete passes against the Eagles was because Brady overthrew a couple passes. It was error by quarterback, not because of coverage. Paul says, I hate Gannon so much. Seth is the big fan of the umbrella. Yeah, I don't think so. Sorry, Dallas said Lawrence leaving was fake news. Really? Hey, Lawrence, Pete Carroll said that Russell Wilson leaving Seattle was also fake news. Really? You're You're not buying that, are you? Don't believe anything you hear right now when it comes to teams Leaking out information. Dallas said that that's fake news. I could have swore I said uh, to you guys, oh, I just got some information that Pete Carroll just went to the podium and said, the Seattle Seahawks have no intentions of dealing Russell Wilson. And all of a sudden they say now they've been working on the deal for two and a half weeks. Really? Eastside Monster says, Fletcher had 36 tackles, 10 assists, and 35 sacks, or 3.5 sacks. Okay. 46 tackles, 
Um, three and a half sacks. That's not terrible for a DT. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. You'd like to have that number around 65 tackles, seven sacks, bunch of pressures. I'd like, there has to be more number, but with a new system, that's not terrible. Dude, when you get Warren Sapp numbers, like 16 sacks from the DT, or you see what Donald's doing. And, and by the way, they play a, they play a one gap defense. He, he just pass rushes. Okay. He just pass rushes. Seals can flesh play DE. Mm, too big. Not quick enough. Can't set the edge. Okay. So guys, do you move on? I'm not uh, here. I'm going to change my opinion on this because I I've been clouded by the number. I made a mistake. I've been clouded by the number. Okay. 18-1. Guys, 17-2. 18-1. Plus, he brings leadership to your locker room. Plus, he's been a great teammate. I would say this to you. That this year's a year. Probably his last. Maybe. Maybe even if they restructure the contract. Make it more so that he gets more of 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 a of a base or maybe you give him a bonus and maybe he goes out and earns the rest of it i don't know depending on what he wants to do does he want to does he want to retire a philadelphia eagle or does he want to go chase a bag of money okay you know what i love about the way one thing too i love the way that the eagles handle jason kelsey real quick here did you see what bobby wagner tweeted out And I followed up the tweet. Bobby Wagner found out that he was cut by the Seahawks through the media. What a shitty way to find out. Your boss couldn't even tell you. After 10 years of legendary play, numerous times putting your ass on the line, and the Seahawks didn't even have the courtesy to call him and tell him. That's the NFL. He found out through the internet. Found out through the internet. Found out through the internet. You talk, hey, Chris, disrespectful. You know what? Shady McCoy. I thought that that was one of the shittiest things I've seen in recent memory. And how he had an exit in Philly. And how that whole thing went down. That was disrespectful. This is disrespectful. But then again, man. Most NFL marriages don't end well. Fred, thank you, man. Yeah, Steve, big L. Okay, big L. Paul says that's Seattle. Hey, man, I would love to have Bobby... Wagner on the Philadelphia Eagles, and then you get me an edge rusher. Holy cow. Change your defense overnight. Probably Wagner's a leader. You know what, man? 
I guess when you're the last man standing on the Legion of Boom and you're the dude that was in the room and you're the last guy standing. You know, they say when you stay too long in certain places and you're a hero, you're villainized in the end. It's probably happened here with Wagner. Man. Mm. It's the league. That's how they treat people. Nobody gets to go out on their own. Just ridiculous. Wagner, 100. Is that right, Eastside Monster? Bobby Wagner had 170 tackles last year. No, he didn't. Chris, look what Chris said. Chip tried to kill the Eagle fan base. Hey, no wonder he's unemployed. Oh, and excuse me, he's with UCLA now, and he's back where he belongs in the college game. Trying to kill the Philly fan base. That's a funny one. I think, hey, that's a funny one. (laughs) Hey, man. Chip Kelly better never show his face in Philadelphia ever again. I'll tell you what. I hate Chip Kelly more than I hate Carson Wentz or anybody else that may have shit on the Eagles. Okay? Yeah. Xander, 155 tackles, 78 solo, 77 assists, and you cut that guy, and you don't even have the fucking common courtesy to pick the freaking phone up and tell him, hey, your services are no war wanted here in Seattle. What a shitty way to go. I am so disappointed in Pete Carroll. That is terrible. Finds out through. he. Hey, by the way, I saw it on his Twitter. They didn't have the courtesy to call me. You didn't have the courtesy to call a guy who had 155 tackles on your team. 78 solo, 77 assist. Shit. Come on, man. Got to do better. Got to do better, man. Man, no good. No good. Dude, I'm going to hold that against Pete. I'm going to hold that against him. I'm going to hold that against him. Fred says, question, can Howie approach Gannon and demand that attack-style defense that we are so used to control the line of scrimmage and smash mouth football. Fred, you don't have that personnel to do that. Attack with who? Your linebackers are catchers and reachers. Okay? They're catchers and reachers. We lost Deshaun Jackson, Shady McCoy, and lost Jeremy Macklin in free agency. And we got the Cowboys running back, DeMarco Murray. No, no, no. Smile. Alonzo Heitzmith is a consultant in the personnel department. I'm going to ask him what happened. He'll tell me. He'll tell me. Hey, wouldn't shock me if DK Metcalf. Okay? Wouldn't shock me if DK Metcalf. All right. Guys, do me a favor. It is time. You got it. Big Sills. 
We are now brought to you by Manscaped. I want to tell you guys, we are so thankful that now we are seeing a lot of people starting to invest in the Big Sill Show here, the National Football Show. They are the best in men's grooming below the waist. Manscaped protects the family jewels better than Fort Knox. Join the over 4 million men that have made that move worldwide to Manscaped, the most trusted folks in men's grooming. Got an exclusive offer for you. 20% off, free shipping worldwide. If you use the promo code Cilio, S as in Sam, I-L-E-O. That's S as in Sam, I-L-E-O, manscaped.com. Here, the legendary weed whacker. How you doing? Look at this. I'm going to start using this thing. Xander says be careful with it, though. Xander says be careful. I showed my wife my package last night. She loved it. She said, we can start using some of this stuff. I said, well, I got to start getting used to the razor down there. You know what I'm saying, man? Get used to the razor. Oh, your balls will thank you, though. Let me do that right there. Okay? Your balls will thank you. <laughs> the legendary weed whacker. Love it. 20% off for free shipping. Use the promo code Cilio. S-S and Sam I-L-E-O, manscaped.com. That's 20% off when you use the promo code Cilio. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job. That's Manscaped. We'll talk to Chris Landry and get his thoughts on all the great prospects, free agent, and in the draft. We'll do that next. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life, 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. Do me a favor, hit the like button. By the way, we're hearing news that the prosecutor is just about ready to um, come out and talk about the decision of the um, grand jury in this case with Deshaun Watson. If he is not going to have charges pressed against him, there's going to be about 17 teams lined up. If there are charges against him, it's going to be interesting to see how the Texans and the National Football League and other teams handle this, okay? We shall see. So, and again, remember something. On an indictment, when a grand jury, that means it goes to trial. That doesn't necessarily mean anything here, too. So, we'll find out. And and by the way, if he does get cleared or if he doesn't get cleared, he still has the NFL commissioner to have to deal with when it comes to punishment. So we'll, we'll see what ends up coming out of this here. Well, one of my favorite people to talk to, he was at the NFL Combines. And I will tell you this, Chris Landry, he was working. I kept texting Chris, everyone, going back and forth. And he kept going like this to me. Sills, met the Combines, big week. And there's been so much going on. Is it Combine week, Chris? It's like a convention, isn't it? It's just one of the biggest weeks of the year in the NFL. It is. It's uh, it's actually, I would even kind of classify it as convention's because, yeah, we know you see what you see on TV, but, you know, the, the main thing is none is the medical. So the trainers and the team doctors in the NFL have their convention. Uh, I'm there before because I'm part of a couple of personnel director committees. So the personnel directors, the scouts, the head coaches, have all of their meetings. The video directors, guys, they have their convention. Um, Front office people have their convention. Uh, The agents have their convention, and it's all done. And so everybody's there. So And then, of course – not just the workouts, but as you know, what's happening next week is the start of the league year. So all those discussions with agents, with their clients who are, let's folks remind the folks, I know you do all the time. These guys are impending free agents, but they can re-sign with their team up until the start of the league year next week. So they're not technically free yet, but they could be free. They might be free. We'll see if they are free. All of that stuff is going on behind the scenes. So as you can imagine, and oh, by the way, there are the workouts and everything's on TV and all that stuff. So it is a hectic time. Looks like Deshaun beat the case. And it it looks like now he is... Um, grand jury does not find enough for criminal charges against Deshaun Watson. Boy, Chris, what does it mean now? Because again, I said that I didn't believe that he would be indicted. And I'll tell you why, Chris, I didn't think he was going to be indicted because the NFL didn't put him on the commissioner's exemplars. The Texans paid him. He was active the entire year. You know, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. I still think there's some character that maybe Troy Vincent in the league are going to go through. There's probably another hurdle that he's going to have to go through 
a team like the Eagles have three first-round picks. They're $30 million under the salary cap. I know there's a no trade in there, but let's just start with this. What does it mean now that Watson has been cleared? Well, to kind of go back what we just piggyback what we've talked about, a lot of people in the league, because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but there's a lot of belief that, you know, people, football people are looking at information within the league that, that, that looks just like you did on the legal stuff. What's the best guess? Everybody is prepared football-wise. Deshaun Watson. Let's go on to the assumption, everybody's been looking at, that once he gets cleared, which this is one hurdle, as you mentioned, could be a suspension. Suspension is a piece of cake compared about the alternative of if this would have gone differently. So everybody's thinking, everybody says, well, how could people be talking trade if they don't know? They're not. They're not executing a trade. They're talking about if it's cleared. And again, nothing that you got to start talking about. This is what we're willing to give up to spend, put a package together. So everybody has been working on Deshaun Watson package as a football player. Everybody that would be interested. Um, and so it's now it's it's on. It just got ratcheted up a few seconds ago because of the fact that, all right, now, now you move forward. Now the next thing is going to be to get a little bit of a landscape of what we're looking at. Your suspension, game suspensions, about how much. I mean, all those things, you know, will be ferreted out. And, and I'm sure the league has looked at it and has gotten as much information as they need. And they piggyback off of the, the, the criminal stuff. And I think certainly – this will have an effect on how they view because the discovery in that led to this decision is certainly going to be utilized by the league to make their determination. I'm not saying that means they're going to be light, but lighter than obviously it would have been taken out of their hands if it had. But so- Chris, couldn't, couldn't the agent, the Texans, and the future team that he lands on say this? He sat out the whole year last year. He didn't play. It's kind of a retro suspension. He's been found innocent. And like you said, you can't have a different set of rules. And sometimes the NFL plays that way where there's a different set of rules where they go, yeah, but the, you know, the perception, you can't convict a guy on perception. You've got to convict a guy on facts. And if you couldn't have a district attorney press charges against him, why can't you say this? He didn't play last year, Chris. What more of a suspension do you need where he didn't play? I think I think that'll be taken into consideration, Dan. But as you know, whatever decision the league makes, they don't need the bar the level bar of something illegally happened if it's Correct. just a conduct. So I mean, I think like you said, there's a difference between what you can prove, but then if there's a enough evidence that suggests that he did things inappropriately that that will be factored in as that's not something behavior that we want in the league. And then you have to do what you just said. How do we rectify what he's done to this point? And, and I, I mean, I think those are all good points and are all things that are going to be worked out, but for the Deshaun, for Deshaun Watson in his camp, I mean, that's a, that's a huge step because we know, again, what the alternative was. 
this opens the door for a lot of things to potentially un- unveil. Now, there are going to be some people, you know, some teams that are going to be, uh, and, and I think we're going to see this. We see this a lot in politics. There'll be a lot of teams that will be float out. They will float out their level of interest. And some people that are a little bit more, um, let's see where the fan base is. Oh, I don't, I mean, if it's, uh, if it's, you know, and then they can hide, but well, we never, we never considered them because I mean, that's just media. But, but so, so I think there'll be some people that may be, um, I don't know, scared away with the public perception. But I think as this unfolds, there'll be a lot of information put out to kind of make it a little bit more amenable to appease the fan bases and let the public opinion go one way. There'll be plenty of teams that are interested. And then how many teams are truly interested, as you know, will determine the value of making a move. And I don't know what the Texans going to do because let's go back. We kind of put this on hold for a while. But before all of this came out, it was, I'm not playing with the Texans anymore ever again. So where does that stand? I mean, is, you know, how, how, how has that relationship been under this whole year when, you know, he's had to deal with bigger issues? You know how that is. Sometimes oh, yeah. you, you have a feeling and, and it's bad feelings, and then you go through something that's worse, and it may make your – it may humble you and may make your feelings with the people that you're around better or not. I still think it's going to be interesting to see where he goes, and I don't really have a gauge on it right now other than the fact that anybody that's in a quarterback needy position – is going to be interested in some of the, and I think you throw in some that have a good quarterback, but men, even some of those are not as good as Deshaun Watson. And I think there's, this is, this, this is the plum of the quarterback um, group. I would say just on football, football alone, if we didn't have any of this stuff off the field, and you could say rank them in terms of who would want them. You know, Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson definitely over Russell Wilson. And, would, you know, and I would say the youth of Deshaun Watson might have put Deshaun Watson one and Aaron Rodgers two on many teams' lists. So let that sink in with football. But you you got to throw in this other stuff, of course, and let's just see how it plays out. One last thing on, on, on Deshaun Watson's value now, that one hurdle and one miracle has happened for him. The NFL has to still come down, like we said. The Eagles have three first-round draft choices, okay? Do you think it's going to take three ones to get him now? And do you think his value has gone up now when it comes to now clearing one of these hurdles? You think... Because look, Russell Wilson, two ones, um, a couple, a couple of twos, um, and then you're talking three players. A, a couple, of, yeah, three players. Three I think players. I, What's his I, value, Chris? I think the bar kind of was set there. And and remember, Dan, we can say two ones and two twos. We don't know, obviously, who's going to be be picking where but you pretty much have an idea based on the team. So remember, a first-round pick is not equal. Second, I mean, you know, so you could have the first pick in the first round and the 32 pick in the first round and so on. So who are we talking about? You know, I mean, I think that's 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 important. So Philadelphia. All right, so that's a team you kind of have an idea. And the way you do that in, in, in trade talks is 
you got to figure a future pick kind of somewhere in the middle of the first round. So let's just assume with three picks, well, you know what they are this year. So is it going to be 15, 16, and 19? Yeah, this is it going to be three of them this year? Probably not. Probably two of those and maybe one next year. I mean, see, I think those things, so I would say it's along those lines. And then if it's players, well, what players? Not all players are created equal. And then if it's two twos, kind of the same thing. I think we use that as a barometer, but maybe a little bit sweeter. But Deshaun Watson, better player than Russell Wilson, but more complications than Russell Wilson. Um, does Deshaun want to play? I mean, you know, I think we have to look at certain circumstances where he want to play. But I, I think you're on line to where, to where it is. But in terms of does this increase his value, no, because there was no – as I said, the value that has been discussed was all based on the fact that if he gets cleared, then this is what his value is. If it doesn't get cleared, well, then, you know, his value as a football player may be this, but nobody can trade for him and it's all off the table. So now it is, to your point, if they find out that the – what may factor into it a little bit is how do you do a contract? So – if it sounds like he's going to have to serve a suspension into this year, it, let's say he's going to miss six or nine games. I'm just throwing it out. Well, then you factor that contractually that you basically got him for one last year. And, and so how do you, do you redo the deal? Do you, I mean, there are a lot of things that layers of the onion you got to pull back. But the bottom line, Dan, those are details. Those are not difficult. And those are not going to be impediments if a team wants him. And I think a team that have a lot of draft capital um, is is going to help. And I do think the Eagles would be a team in play from a draft capital standpoint. I don't know their level of interest and how they're feeling about their fan base and all of that. Chris, I, I did a mock draft, and I do two. I do one before the combines, and I do one right before we get ready for the NFL draft. And I threw these three players at – and obviously an edge rusher is something that they vitally need. They were 31st, the Eagles – and sacks this past year, and they've got to get better at that and getting to the quarterback. I'm just going to throw these three names at you here and give me your thoughts. And you were at the Combines. Um, Trent McDuffie at 15, I thought he was, I thought he had a really good week. I thought that entire defensive back field, uh, when it came to all the DBs, had a great week. I really enjoyed them on Sunday. I was disappointed. I said 16. This is going into the Combines. I said Devin Lloyd, and I got to tell you, I was underwhelmed by his performance at the Combines. I didn't really – I mean, he's a physical specimen. He could do so much. You could put him in the 34-43. He's a 2.0 version, a cheap man's version maybe of Micah Parsons. But the other guy I had, and I know that he's skied up the 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 the, uh, the draft board now, was Trayvon Walker, 6'5", 275. Man, I'll tell you something. Those Georgia defensive linemen remind me of my old Miami days, guys who could run. And, man, I'll tell you, I know that Jordan Davis, one of the most impressive things I've ever seen at the Combines, a 351-pound man running a 4.78. I've never seen anything like that. Would that to me, that to me, Chris, was as impressive as Bo's 4-flat or Dion's 4-1. I mean – with this guy being 351, but I really love this kid, Trayvon Walker, from a year ago. Do you think they're going to be around that room for the Eagles to take a look at, or do you think 
some of these guys have moved up. I think um, McDuffie could be. Um, I think certainly like good combination of size, length, foot quickness, break on the ball. You start doing the numbers. I mean, Walker probably not, but you start doing the numbers. If he's not, then we've talked about this last time I was on it. So if he's not there, is Ajabo there? Are they both gone? I mean, you start looking at the maybe a possibility of one of them being there. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. I, I, I still like the value that they're going to get there, you know, at those two spots. I think that the the more likelihood is that, you know, I know people would say, well, you wouldn't take two edge rushers or you wouldn't take two. Oh, you mentioned Lloyd. Now, Lloyd, to me, is in the mix if you see he can do some of the Micah Parsons things, even if it's not as good as Micah Parsons, then he's definitely in the mix um, there. So, like them all, but I would always defer towards taking the down guys. The down makes the back more than the back makes the front, and and I and I the importance of cover guys. But I think you're on to guys that are of really good value that would make some sense, along with um, maybe a couple other guys that could be there. Is Jermaine, you think Jermaine Johnson could be down there, Chris? I don't know. I I tell you this. I'm with you. If, I if, think if he's he, a special kid. If he is, he's is he's to me, he is in the group of the I put him ahead of a job ball. I put him right there with Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean he so I don't I would say no. If he is, um no, I'd be really surprised if he's there. I think he's probably gone um top ten. Let me take you to the free agency side here now. And reports are that the Cowboys are trying to restructure as many contracts as possible because they want to try to keep um, Randy Gregory. Does that mean that Demarcus Lawrence now hits the open market? Because right now, Chris, I mean, you're talking about a football team that's like 30-some-odd million dollars over the salary cap. You know, I mean, they're talking now that they have to let loose of Amari Cooper. They've got to restructure, uh, you know, uh, Zach's deal in the offensive line. If Lawrence is the open market, is he worth taking a look at? Yeah, he is, you know, particularly at a, at a, at a different structured deal. Um, yeah, he's, he's still, I still think he's worth it because of what he has been. I just, I don't think he's as much as he thinks his value is. And I think you got to be, be careful, but a restructured deal downward. Yeah. I would absolutely consider that. Um, Dallas is in Dallas is going to do what they always try to do. They're going to try to restructure and, you know, they're always kind of think they're one player away, make a run. And that's, you know, the one thing that, that Jerry does get involved in is, you know, I, I, I want to sign this. I want to do this. That's, that's his Super Bowl, so to speak. And that, you know, whereas I think a lot of times they don't make prudent moves. And I think Amari Cooper is a perfect example. It was a splash name, a splash hire, a guy that they weren't really happy with, the Raiders, and he hadn't produced relative to his numbers. Still a good player in his own right. But, again, if you don't pay good – if you don't pay appropriate value for the player, the production meeting the numbers, it screws up your roster. And, and, and so many guys, and I think Jerry falls into this category of – they want to collect things, have these guys. Then now what do you do with the guys that can really play and that are producing? Now you've just taken, you know, what their value is, and you've just created a bigger, bigger problem, and that's why they're in cap jail. 
and always have to restructure and maybe lose a guy that they don't want or overextend themselves. And that's why I think they're never what I would call a deep enough team or a versatile, a versatile enough team come playoff time into the season run. Finally here, um, Carson Wentz going to Washington means what to the commanders? Well, it means that, you know, while they had some interest in Aaron Rodgers, there was never anything to it. So when Aaron was, uh, you know, and I thought Aaron was probably going to stay in Green Bay and um, Denver was the team that maybe had the best chance of getting Aaron to leave, but he stayed in Green Bay. Then immediately that's Denver had the plan B to go get Russell Wilson. That's who Washington wanted, Russell Wilson. That's who they put a lot of their eggs in because that was the next best guy. Uh, he wasn't interested. Uh, Russell had some leverage because where he wants to go and a new deal, all those things are going to be where he and Denver was the only one he was willing to do that with. So what do you do, man? That Those are the two guys. And, uh, you know, we just threw in Deshaun Watson in the mix. Where do you go? I mean, there's just there's nothing there. And him, it's it's Jameis Winston. I mean, it's in Mitchell Trubisky. You know, that he he's not the answer. But they've got to. If you can't get great, you've got to get. Can't get good. You got to try something, in the hopes that maybe you can get something better down the road in the draft. Maybe they get in the mix with someone else if there's further trade value. But that's my thought on it. That it's just as much ado about what they who they couldn't get, and this is the best chance they got. They're they're in the same boat that the Colts were last year, and Frank liked him Carson you know took a chance on him and that didn't work and you know I don't know that it's I don't have confidence going to be any better in Washington but that's what it means to me just nothing else out there no question the market's a little thin out there and Watson's the only guy out there by the way folks LandryFootball.com make sure you hit it he has everything that you're going to want to need to know about putting your draft sheet together for all your draft parties and also free agency Best in the business, our friend for, God, over 20 years is Chris Landry. Chris, thank you so much, dude. You always think of me, and I think of you, and um, thank you for our friendship. Uh, thank you. Love you, buddy. Take care. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, man. Love Chris Landry. Okay. Now, as I told you yesterday, Deshaun Watson will not be indicted. Deshaun Watson will not be indicted. <laughs> hey, let's effing go. Go get him, Howie. That's from Xander. Let's go. I can't wait to talk to Derek Gunn. That'll be an hour two at 530 Eastern. Let's just, hey, let's do a WIP Lame ass topic, but it actually has some legs to it. Here, here, here's a normal WIP topic. Is it night, or do you like the nighttime or the daytime? Rack, Philly. <laughs> well, we're gonna take one of those lame ass topics, but actually, it works. Should the Eagles go after Deshaun Watson all in? Yes or no? Yes or no? You know, my my take, you've got everything in you. The Eagles will never have a king's ransom in their hands. They can have 10 
picks. I don't care. X. You have. Has it ever lined up? This is like Haley's Comet or the solar eclipse. Lining up perfectly. The Eagles have the picks, the money. Do you go get them? No. Alexander says no. He's comfortable with Jalen over Sean Watson. When will he play? Week six? Week six? Can have all 10 picks. Fred, let's go, Eagles. Put your offer on the table. He might take it. Hey, this has got to work for both. This has got to work. What, you think? You truly think Nick Casario is going to go like this? Deshaun, you've put us through an entire year of hell. You're a really good guy. You got cleared. Congratulations. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to play? Where, where, where do you want to go? I'm going to send you there. You've got to have a compromise here. You don't think there was a compromise between Russell Wilson and Seattle? Here's the one thing that favors the Eagles. Eagles are in the NFC. Texans are AFC. That's going to be a dynamic in this. You're not going to trade that guy inside the conference. And better yet, why would Deshaun Watson want to stay in the AFC? when he's got a yellow brick road to potentially an NFC championship, you put Deshaun Watson on the Philadelphia Eagle team currently constructed, they'll win 13 ball games. Hertz is our quarterback. Well, you ain't got one then. You ain't got one. You got Baker Mayfield. Okay. You don't want him. Hey, you want to make the playoffs? Russ, Jalen's your guy. You want to make a Super Bowl? Watson's your guy. Hey, by the way, how many times have you tried doing this to a chick? Hey, man, I'm not going to go into Bloomingdale's to buy my, my wedding ring. I'm going to go to Six Fingers Luigi, man, in South Philly. He's got a couple rocks. Yeah, or the little yellow, but yeah, you know, it works. She'll never know. You know what a chick does usually when you buy him a ring? Can I have this appraised? What was this? This is a 2.5 that my guy got me. Jeweler looks at it. <laughs> a lot of clouds in this thing. What did he say he paid for it? He said he paid $15,000 for it. No, you mean more like $1,500. <laughs> Hang on here. Hold on here now. Hold on. He said fifteen. what? He said $15,000. <laughs> more like $1,388. More like <laughs> As a matter of fact, man, you, you could buy this ring at Costco. I, wait, I think he bought it at Costco. <laughs> he said he bought it at Bloomingdale's. You, no, no. Bloomerdale is where he bought it. Bloomerdale, not Bloomingdale's. Bloomerdale. That looks like a Costco ring. (laughs) 
But he said he paid 15 grand. Yeah, I know, honey, but I'm telling you what the value is. When you want nice things, man, you don't go bargain shopping at the dollar store. <laughs> well, I got Jalen in the second. Look at the deal I got. Let's see how many deals. Hey, there are very few Tom Brady deals. Got him in the sixth. You think we can get a guy, our Super Bowl guy, in the second? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Tiffany's. Damn, Duck. You must know a lot of strippers. This is a Tiff. I have something, Tiffany. I have something, Tiffany. Here. This thing is really heavy, too. Look at it. It's my Buccaneer alone. The Bucks gave me this. And watch this. See that thing on the bottom? It says Tiffany right there. See that? It says Tiffany. Tiffany and company. Hey, Don. My. Who would have thought I had something in common with Tom Brady? Big Sills. Buccaneer alumni. What a piece of crystal. Hey, Don. Glazers gave me that. Throw it at the ground. <laughs> Why? Why, Steve? Because they beat your Eagles? Yeah. Oh, man. Dear God. I made a prayer earlier. And I did it with Barrett. Wait. Wait. I, I've got a prayer for hour number two. Hang in there. Hit the like button. Deshaun Watson, a Philadelphia Eagle. Oh, my God. How do you not want this? Hour two, Derek Gunn, our Eagle Insider, will be with us. What an appropriate day for this. At 5.30, hit that like button. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Thank you, God. Big Sales National Football Show. Hit the like button. How you doing? Woo! Oh, my God. I saw somebody post, too. Well, you know, they just didn't have enough evidence to indict him. What are you, a cop? Who cares? I'm not going to sit around and dissect this shit. He's been cleared. Let's go. Bro. You're not having Deshaun Watson at your house for dinner or marrying your daughter. Who cares? These sanctimonious, you've been watching too much Communist News Channel or the Clinton News Network. Stop it. Who cares? It has no effect on your life. But it may have an effect on your football team. Well, I don't want a guy like that on my team. Fuck that. You don't know anything about half this team. Not half. How about 90% of that team? Worry about that stuff. Don't play clubhouse lawyer. You're not. And I'm not either for that matter. Hey, Lonzo Harris. My favorite cop. My favorite fictional cop from training day. Denzel played his ass. Ain't what you know, man. It's what you can prove. That's the ultimate statement. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. And they couldn't prove shit on him. Dude, who cares? Nobody had a problem with Vic coming to Philadelphia. Or wait, you probably didn't until he started throwing deep passes and you started seeing that dude run around Lincoln Financial and you went, holy shit, man. That guy, he's pretty good. Yeah, but what about the dogs? Horrible, but dude, good play. Then you start doing this? Horrible. Hey, I'm a dog dude, man. I'm an animal guy. Yeah. Well, he know what he did. Yeah, I know what he did. Okay, so guess what? He's not coming over to my house and feeding my animals, but he, I'm going to go see him play. Wide receiver Juju Schuster for the Steelers would be a handy pickup. He's a two. It was proven. Once A.B. left, I don't need two twos. Woo, how you doing? Social media automatically guilty. Way to go, Chris. You're right, dude. He's convicted by some in the court of public opinion. Who gives a shit about that? Do you know that 20% of the world is on social media? <laughs> Make it sound like a hundred, like eighty percent of the people. They're not. Google search Eagles Deshaun Watson. There's a since deleted tweet by Sarmer Charles that the Eagles have an offer. I already said that to people, man. I've been telling you that for months. Eagles of contact and Nick Casario. How many times have I said that? I've said that to you. I wouldn't be shocked if Jalen's part of it. I would not be. By the way, guys, thank you, man. 
Thank you for the greenbacks. Cancel him. Okay, you know what I'm hoping you cancel him? Here, watch this. How about Deshaun? You think, do you think John Lynch is going like this right now? Shit, man. How about if we trade Trey Lance to Houston and we go after Deshaun? How about if you're Chicago? You want Justin Fields? Hmm. How about if you're the Commanders? Tell you what we'll do, man. We'll send you Wentz and Chase Young and whatever you want. How about if you're the Jets? I'll send you Zach Wilson. But I'm not sending Jalen Hurts. Come on, man. Doug says, hey, careful, Sills. Your aunt's listening. You're right, man. I got to watch my language all the time. Sorry, Aunt Betty. Birdman says, Watson to Philly is happening. Is there a team out there right now that has more draft assets than the Philadelphia Eagles? This is what you tell. This is how Howie has to sell this. Howie has to sell it. Can I tell you how this deal is going to go down? Nick Casario and Howie have the deal lined up already. They got the deal lined up. But it's undercover because, respectfully, you don't want to do anything publicly to disgrace Jalen because he's such a good dude. Jalen could take it, though, if some of this gets out. But you don't you you're not you're not you're not trying to you're 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 not trying to publicly shame Jalen in this thing. What you're doing is you want to keep this thing as covert as possible. So Nick goes like this. Two ones, Jalen, two twos, whatever. Howie has to get on the phone. Lori, dude, the owner of the Eagles has already okayed the deal that was put on the table to the Texans. You think Howie's just going to go, hey, He's going to take the owner of the Eagles wallet and go, I'm going to go spend this guy's credit card, baby. Like we're at a strip club. Let's get it going. Hey, let's get the Louie going, baby. Oh, send the owner to bill. You don't think that works like that in that building. That's the fastest way to lose job security, spending the owner's money without letting them know. Don't be there, man. How he knows how to step on the right. On the right planks. This guy knows what he's doing. He's good. He's slick. Told you that. He's slick. This guy's slick. Got a deal on the table. Here's Howie, though. The 16th, you're owed $40 million. This is what we're going to do. We're 30 under the cap. We're going to lose a lot of draft choices in this whole deal here. But we're going to go out in free agency. And we're going to land Amari Cooper. And we're going to bring Amari Cooper in here for you. And you're going to have Amari Cooper. And you're going to have Devontae Smith. And you're going to have Dallas Goddard. And you're going to have the best O-line in football. 
It's up to you. And the best fan base in the league. And a division you can win. And a conference you can win. Done. 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 Well, here, let me build my team through the draft and sit around for 18 freaking years. Seven and nine, nine and seven. Seven and nine, nine and seven. And you're the third team. Right now, you're the third team in the NFC East. One move, you could be the best team in the conference. Let's not do it. I want an edge rusher from Purdue. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, what's this? Sills, I think you're off base here. You know? Sills, I'm – hey, Sills, I'm, you're off base here. You know that uh, edge rusher from Louisiana Tech? That's the guy that's going to change Jonathan Gannon's defense around. Yeah. Got a linebacker in here? All Jalen needs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously, get this. Jalen Hurts couldn't find a wide receiver in that first playoff game if the receiver, Devontae Smith, had a megaphone. I'm over here. It's... Single coverage over here. Hello. <laughs> you hear what Chris Landry said? Chris Landry would have rated Deshaun Watson ahead of Aaron Rodgers. If both quarterbacks, barring any baggage, were on the open market, he would have took Watson over Rodgers. What? What? Sills got a man crush on Watson. No, Steve. I got a man crush on winning. No, no. And not just winning, Steve. I've got a man crush on winning championships. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man. Wait a minute here. Dimensional wisdom sells. Get off this Deshaun Watson thing. <clears throat> you kidding me? I want Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. Got to use my picks. <laughs> Wait a minute, another one here. Oh my God, that Trevor Lindeman. Is it Tyler? Trevor? <laughs> Meet the kid from Iowa. You got to get him. No, Deshaun. By the way, there's a sleeper kid at Helen Keller University up in Wisconsin. <laughs> Unbelievable. Doesn't have a lot of vision, but I'll tell you what, runs a good route. <laughs> uh, no Watson. No Watson. You know, a hell of a hell of a player. Helen Keller University played against North Dakota State. And I'm 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 sure that Carson knows who he is because. They beat up on that team a little bit, but yeah, hell of a receiver for Helen Keller University. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Oh, look at this. I'll bet Philly. <laughs> Dear Jesus. Hold on. Hold on for a minute. Wait, wait. I need the weed whacker. Holy Christ. Hold me. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Man. I'm going to have to put them boxer draws on that the Manscaped gave me. Man, oh boy. I got to gather myself for a moment here and just think about the, here, let's do this. Let's think about the possibilities. Would Deshaun Watson be the best quarterback that the Philadelphia Eagles have had in their organization since ever? Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean like even Jurgensen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better than five? Oh, yeah. Man crush. Carlos goes, Watson shoots us down. Hey, Xander, put that up. Watson shoots us down. Then what? Then you say this. At least my boy went out there and made an effort to go get to S&B. And he's not sitting on his stupid hands. What was that comment he made the other day? We got to gamble. Well, here it is, boss. And, and, and if Watson shoots it down, ain't on the Eagles, and they're trying to upgrade. How do you piss on someone who does their due diligence and tries to go out and better their football team? I'm not that guy. No, how he couldn't pull it off. Hey, man. He's trying. I just want him to get the team better. Okay. Vegas. Okay. Watch this. Fred goes like this. Vegas, baby. I'll take Derek Carr. I'm all right with that too. I'm all right with him. I'm all right with Derek Carr's numbers. You see those numbers, man? I'm all right with him. See where we're playing now? Look at Sandbox we're playing in. You want to play in the Jalen Hurts Sandbox? Or do you want to play in the big boy Sandbox with Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr? That's that Sandbox. That's that. That's the Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts Sandbox. Then over here, you got the big boy Sandbox. You know what happens when you play in the big boy Sandbox? Costs a little more to get into that Sandbox than over there in that one. Okay. Chris says, Watson to Pittsburgh. You think that really the Roonies are going to go for all that? Lawrence says, let's do live call-ins. Hey, okay. Hey, when you figure that technology out, we're good. The Alex Smith sandbox or the Deshaun Watson sandbox? Which one do you want to play in? Well, I'll play in the Malik Willis sandbox. You go right ahead. Matt Corral. Playing that sandbox. That's the other. That's the third one. 
You got the Baker Mayfield Jalen Hurts sandbox. You got the Matt Corral in the Malik Willis sandbox over there. And you got the big boy sandbox. Which one do you want to play in? Philly, act like you're act like you want to play for a championship. Which sandbox do you want to be in? Well, I'll be in the Jalen Hurts one. And I'll take that guy from, you know, have you seen that guy from Sam Houston State? That kicking ball. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Hey, Rob's like, damn, wow. Okay, here we go. Eagles could get Watson and Carl Ryan. That's a big boy sandbox. Sydney, that's a big boy sandbox. Beat Bama and Natty. Hey, nobody's beating Alabama this coming season, my friends. They're undefeated. Remember, I predicted that. Here, let me see. On March 11th, they ain't losing the game. <laughs> They're not losing the game. And by the way, that might be his best team. That might be his best team. Since the, um, hey, wait. Since the Julio Jones team, that might be his best team. Okay? <laughs> They're going to be great this year. Watson in Seattle makes sense. Wait a minute. Did not Big Sills predict that? Holy Jesus. I mean, look. I did. <laughs> I'm like Nostradamus now. How you doing? <laughs> Got to go to the shit box right now. Congratulate Jay. Tell you what, man. Congratulations to you, brother. Holy cow. I'll buy the package if we get Watson. Speaking of the package, I love it. Okay? Thank you very much. You're going to buy the package? Here is the package. Big Sill support is now with Manscaped. The best in men's grooming below the waist. Manscaped protects the family jewels, as I'm telling you, better than the Patriots and better than Fort Knox. You know, protecting footballs for Tom Brady. And Manscaped protects... Dude's nuts here, man. I love it. Over 4 million men have made that move and trusted Manscaped to get the job done. 20% off of free worldwide shipping. Use the promo code Cilio. S is Sam, I-L-E-O, Manscaped.com. Again, here, wait, wait, wait. Weed Whacker. Hey, get this. See this Weed Whacker? I'm going to send this to Deshaun because he got by by the, by the little skinny hair, by the short hairs, didn't he, today? Woo! I wonder if he had one of these, man. Oh, and here's the legendary package. How you doing? Look at this thing, baby. Treat your balls to a nice... Look at this here, man. How you doing? What? This baby's all good here, man. Hey, don't forget, 20% off. Shipping is free worldwide. Use the promo code Cilio. That's S as in Sam, I-L-E-O. The code is Cilio. S as in Sam, I-L-E-O. Unlike your confidence... And always use the right tools to get the job done with Manscaped. We're going to talk to Derek Gunn, our Eagle insider, our NFL insider, and get his take on this. Does the post-game show for Jacob Media, and I cannot wait to hear what he's got to say about potentially going after Deshaun Watson. Guys, hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. 
that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. Your boy Dan Cilio. Derek Gunn will join us here in a couple minutes. By the way, I want to make sure something, all seriousness here. No shade on Jalen Hurts here. No shade. If you put Aaron Rodgers on the market or say you put Russell Wilson on the market, I don't care who you have in your building. You'll take that upgrade. If you could treat Bobby Wagner, think of this for a second here. Nobody's throwing shade on Jalen here when we talk about this potential deal here for Philly. But if you could treat Bobby Wagner the way that Seattle did, they didn't even inform him, a legendary player in Seattle, that he was cut. Nobody had the courtesy to pick the phone up. He found out on social media that he was cut. That's the NFL, my friends. Like it or not. That's how the league works. Very few guys have very good divorces. It don't work that way. (laughs) Very few guys can walk out and bow out. Hey, thank you very much, man. How many divorces have you ever seen in your life that ended well? Right? By the way, I'm a huge fan 
of Derek Gunn. I watched him the entire year when he was doing the post-game show for Jacob Media. And Barrett Brooks said, the most plugged-in guy, and I am very privileged to bring him aboard the program now. And thank you so much for this, Derek. I really appreciate you stepping in with us. I can't wait to hear your spin on this. Look, I'm just a little hurt that it took me this long to get on the Dan Cilio show. You've had Barrett on like 40, 50 times, but D-Gun just gets neglected. I I don't get it. I mean, hey, I'll take my my last is it my deodorant or lack no, thereof no. or what? I'm, hey, I'm man, I'll, t- I'll take my lashes on this because guess what he did too, folks? And because I'm a tool here. So Derek follows me yeah. and I go, okay, this guy's going to kill me, man, when I get him on because yes. he, 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 I went, I, I immediately had to follow him back. And I said, then I had to go. And by the way, you notice it took a couple days for me to get the backbone to send a message to you. <laughs> Ain't working with you, is it? (laughs) That's wrong on so many levels. I'm not buying it. I'm deeply hurt. But the bigger me said, you know what? I love the work Dan's doing. Um, You know, you know, you and I know Joe Krause well. uh, And I told, I've told Joe all the time. I said, you know, I love, I love how Dan goes about his business. I love his insight as a former player. I love his perspective. But you know, I don't like him as a person until he changes my opinion otherwise. Dude, I love it, man. Thank you so much. Man. For, hey, listen, yeah. you know, you've been around the team. You you know the NFL. Yeah. Derek, I'm, I'm not throwing shade on Jalen. Every right. single department that is looking at their quarterback and questioning that position is going to look at what happened today. And if you have the assets like the Eagles do, do you not at least call Nick Casario? and have a conversation about Deshaun Watson if you're Howie Roseman. Well, trust me when I tell you that um, Howie Roseman will uh, turn over every stone to make this team a better team. And I've always said I thought Howie did a better job of bringing in proven players from other teams than he did in terms of drafting and cultivating. And that's not just on Howie. That's on the entire organization from the coaching staff up. But I just thought they did. They do a much better job of bringing those players in. So, yes, you know, they sent people down a few weeks ago to Houston uh, to do their own investigation of, of Deshaun Watson. And after the day's ruling, um, you know, some people told me, said, see, we told you he didn't do anything wrong, which which means the Eagles are still in in, in play in terms of, inquiring about Deshaun. Now, what would it take to get him here? That remains to be seen. The Eagles happen to be in a very rare situation where you have three first-round draft picks, man. As you know, that doesn't happen often. That comes around once in a millennial, you know. So they have to be very wise about this because this is a team that's been trying to get younger as well as getting better. Now, Howie had a great draft last year, and you're in a position to get three of the first 19 players off the board this year to enhance that. If you stay where you are with those picks, it's imperative you get at least two impact starters out of the three. That third one can be a significant role player, whoever it is, but you better get yourself at least two impact starters out of that. So so to, to go back to your initial statement, yes, the Eagles are you're still inquiring about uh, Deshaun Watson, what it would take to get him here in Philadelphia. Doesn't mean they're going to pull it off, but you know, I, I love the fact that this organization doesn't sit still. They're always trying to make this organization better. 
And, and we learned that the other day from Jay Glazer, right, Derek? I mean, they right. had a deal on the table for Calvin Ridley. And right. even how he made the comment the other day, look, we got to do some gambling. And I agree with you. Very seldom yeah. do the stars line up. Like you're talking Haley's Comet here where you're $30 million under the cap. You've got right. 11 picks. You've got three ones here. And what we're, we're, I'm looking at the NFC now. I would say – Let's do what Seth Joyner wants to do and build in the draft. But, Derek, look look at what that move with um, Russell Wilson now going to the AFC. Who are the right. best quarterbacks in the NFC right now? I mean, we're talking right. We're talking Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Yeah. Right, Kyler Murray maybe. But then yeah. all of a sudden it starts falling off. Dak, yep. you're starting to get closer to Jalen. You put a guy like Deshaun Watson – on, yes. the, on the Philadelphia Eagles, they win a division and they're in the conversation to go to the conference championship game. Do you agree? I, I agree that they probably win the division. Um, getting to the conference championship game, to me, depends on what they do with the defense. They have a lot of issues still on that defense. I mean, you know, now the rumors out there that they've been uh, marketing Fletcher Cox. You know, uh, they love this kid, Milton Williams. Um, it depends on how much they love him, what they could get in return for Fletcher Cox. But you got two great D tackles right now in Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. You know, they need another edge rusher. My boy Brandon Graham is coming back. He, you know, he told me recently he can't wait to get back out there. You need another young DN to groom on the other side. Or if you can finagle it, get yourself a proven DN. I wouldn't say go out and get the highest market DN. But get, you can sit back and wait until the fees, feeding frenzy dies down after the first few days and pick off a decent DN that can help you out for at least a year or so. Um, but th they would be right there in the discussion, you know, in, in terms of winning the division and making some noise in the playoffs. Um, this was a team that shocked the world and, and, and backed into the playoffs in 2021, you know, when they added an extra seating. I didn't think either Pittsburgh or the Eagles should have been in the playoffs and it showed in their play when they got to the playoffs. You know, they just weren't ready. But, man, the valuable experience those young guys got from just being in a playoff situation. And, you know, I don't have to tell you this. If you're one of the chosen few to play in the fraternity of the NFL, I don't care how little you make or how much you make, you've given your, your heart and soul to get to this level, to fulfill that dream your whole life, then that should be, uh, uh, that should be an albatross on your shoulder in terms of, how you got embarrassed in the playoff, you want to come back stronger, you want to come back better. So you got a great nucleus. So if you could add to that, no question about it. Um, it, it would make this team that much better. And I think offensively, um, they do need another receiver, no question about it. And and, and I'm not sold on Devonta Smith as a one. I, I don't think he's a one. And obviously great. when the story came out from Jay Glazer that they were interested in Calvin Ridley, that just verified what I've been thinking for a long time and said on a number of platforms you get Calvin Ridley, he's your one. Devonta is an incredible number two, you know, and, and you know, you got two great receivers there. So th this is a team, you get a Deshaun Watson, man. Oh, are you kidding me? You, you're right. You're going to make some noise. All the young guns, all the young up-and-coming guns, as far as quarterbacks are over in the AFC now. You know, you know the, Washington's got Carson Wentz? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then the story comes out again about him being a negative more in the If Frank Wright gives up on Carson Wentz after one year, what does that tell you about Carson Wentz? Some of that stuff has to be true about being a bad teammate, bad leader, selfish player, so on and so forth. You know, when we saw it here in Philadelphia, we said, okay, maybe there was something to it. But then now year number two, writers out of Indianapolis are saying the same thing. So look at the quarterback stacked up in the division. Giants don't have a quarterback. 
Washington has Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott is a good manager of a game. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. So, yeah, you had a great chance of winning the division and then flip the coin and see what happens after that. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, too, a move that Howie, because if Howie goes after Calvin Ridley, Derek, how about this? When the Cowboys got Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott does not get that contract unless he has Amari Cooper on that team. Because no question. It transformed no him into being a big numbers quarterback, and that's what really became the shiny nickel in Dallas for me. You bring a guy like Amari Cooper in right now, mm-hmm. you also do mm-hmm. this. Hey, Deshaun, Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and even if that doesn't pan out, Derek, what you've done is you may get an elevated play with Jalen Hurts because Jalen would be hoping you did the same thing for Dak that you did for me, and you moved me closer to Dak. That means I'm in the discussion to win a division. Am I right in that kind of plan? No no question about it, but the the biggest caveat is how much will Jalen improve in his overall mechanics in 2022? Correct. Um, I, I don't think we will ever we will ever confuse Jalen Hurts with being an elite quarterback. He can be an efficient quarterback. I think he's a great athlete playing quarterback in the National Football League. I don't know if he'll ever elevate his game to being considered one of the top 10, 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think that's going to happen. But he can be serviceable at least for another year if you improve his surroundings around him. You know, you give him an Amari Cooper or Calvin Ridley to go along with what you have makes him better. Now, I don't think his deep ball is going to get any better, but I think he can get much more efficient in the intermediate passing game. He missed a lot of wide open targets in 2021. He, I can't even tell you how many times he missed Dallas Goddard wide open in the flats in 2021. And if you can get him to stop being a little bit too skittish in terms of taking off and running a little bit too soon sometimes, if the coaching staff can hone him in and improve him, yeah, I think you can do a lot of, again, you can do a lot of damage. You can win a lot of games with a Jalen Hurts. Is he your long-term solution? No. But if you feel like you don't want to spend the asset and the capitals on a Deshaun Watson right now and maybe put yourself in a position to draft, hopefully from a better draft class in 2023, you know, um, that that's that's the road to hope. Um, you, you got your nucleus. You got your guys in the playoffs. You can be competitive. Just improve, prove on, improve on defense, get a little better in, 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 at the wide receiver position, and you can be a very good team in the NFC. You, you know, Derek, my boy Jerome Brown, God rest his soul, man. He, um, yeah. he, he loved the city of Philadelphia, and he says it's a tolerant city. And, yeah. you know, I'm kind of friends now with Vic. Even though I'm an animal guy, my wife never will forgive him, but you know what she loves right. about Vic right. is that Vic's trying to improve his life, and I give him all right. credit for trying to turn his life around. And I'm a fan of Michael Vick moving forward as a man. You think the city of Philadelphia would be able to also embrace a guy like Watson, even with some of the dents in the fender that we've gone through this last year? Do you think that that's the city that maybe could um, really sustain that and absorb what some of the national media Mm -hmm. are going to say about him? Initially, you would have a faction of people that would protest Deshaun Watson coming here the same way they did when Michael Vick came here. You know what turns that around? Winning immediately. You start <laughs> right. putting up W's. You start putting up W's right out of the gate in 2022. All of a sudden, he's our guy. Deshaun Watson, we're so glad he's here. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia is an either-or city, man. They either love you or they don't. 
and it changes week to week. They can hate you one week and love you the next week, depending on what you do. But Philadelphians and us, they're passionate. They're very knowledgeable. Uh, they wear their emotions on their sleeve. Philadelphia, to me, is a city. It's like in a family. You can argue with your brothers and sisters all day long. You can talk about them like a dog, but nobody on the outside looking in had better talk about your family. You got a fight on your hands. That's Philadelphia, man. And that's what I love about these people. They're going to call it like they see it. Now, they may not agree with you. You may not agree with them all the time, but they're going to call it like they see it every day. And it takes a person with thick skin in terms of an athlete to survive in Philadelphia. I think what a Deshaun Watson has gone through and may have to continue to go through for the remainder of this year. I don't know him. I know very little about him, but I think he has thick enough skin to survive the negativisms and win these people over in a hurry. You know, and, and, and Derek, I don't think it's, see, I, you know, you know that agents send out misinformation and we're in the land of misinformation right now. Hey, what was it? A week ago, Pete Carroll was like this. We have no intention of moving Russell Wilson. All of a sudden, we're going two ones, two twos, three players. You're like, well, wait, that just didn't happen over drinks. That has been something that has been working on. So, I I, I mean, you you, you look at where this this organization is right now. I'm just wondering, Mm -hmm. again, does how we have – I'm going to use a word, chutzpah, Mm -hmm. to push all three first-rounders in for this. Wow. If you do that, you have to take into consideration, you know, the league still has not ruled in how many games he could possibly sit out. Would fan would the fan base be patient enough to to watch this team perform in 2022 with Deshaun, let's say out eight games? And if they start out two and six, one and seven, uh, and then all of a sudden your season's over and he comes in and he's basically playing for 2023, how would that be received? It, it depends on what this organization perceives as the immediate plan compared to the long-range plan. You know, can we bite the bullet? You know, going into 2021, Jeffrey Lurie told us 2021 was a transition year, which we ran into it being a rebuilding or retooling, however you wanted to call it. And it was. This team, you know, they beat up on the weak sisters in the NFL. And, you know, they got taught a lesson by some of the better teams in the National Football League. You know, so now that you've gone through that, um, what do you want 2022 to be? Are, are you willing to give up three first-round picks and may not have that capital to build again with, with with the youth movement that a lot of teams go on every three or four years? Are you willing to take that risk and put all the eggs in one basket into your quarterback and weathering the storm in 2022, and hopefully the day is much brighter in 2023? That that remains to be seen. But the fact. The fact that they're still in the discussion, they're still interested in Deshaun tells me that even though we still are in a dark area in terms of knowing how long Deshaun could get suspended, and I think you and I agree, he's going to be suspended, you know, X amount of games. Players have been suspended for less. So even though he has been cleared of all wrongdoing as of today, he's still going to be reprimanded by the league. Are you willing to take that risk that 2022 could be another wait-and-see year? even with knowing that Deshaun could be there for the latter half of the season. I, I will say this, though, Derek, just a little bit on that, though. You yeah. know what really bugged me about this whole story was how the league, and like you said, man, Calvin Ridley is going to spend more time suspended for gambling yeah. on $1,500 than Deshaun most likely will spend on this case here or the behavior on what Troy yeah. Vincent and the commissioner come down on. Why wouldn't the Players Association – the Texans, or maybe not the Texans, but the new team and the agent go like this. Well, he sat out the whole last year. 
It was basically a retro suspension. And what mm -hmm. made that really funny, Derek, was that they paid him and he was on active. He was yeah. active every single day. It yep. was almost like the league didn't want to hurt the Texans' value of the player. Well, if that's the case, well, okay, what are we talking about here on really suspension? What so much is conduct that we don't know that the district attorney didn't have enough evidence for us to say that he committed a crime? Does it look awful? Absolutely. Did they yeah. clear him? Yeah, because kind of they said this. Well, we didn't have enough evidence. But that's lawyer talk, Derek. He may have been. It may, you know, Lonzo Harris, I say this everyone, my favorite fictional cops of all time from training day. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. That's right. And yeah. I'm yeah. like this. I'm like, I don't know if they're really going to put a big suspension on him because they're going to look at last year, and it was a retro suspension. I do think he's getting something, but I don't think it's going to be the lengthy suspension or that when they avoided the contract, Derek, and went con we all in all of our contracts, conduct detrimental. They could have avoided that hundred eighty million dollar contract at any true. time. That's true. Any time. I think, think I think the league had that? but but I think the league had to sit back and wait until all the facts were compiled. Okay. And it basically it took the whole year to do that for them. I mean, you it know, did. as you know, I don't I don't have to tell you this. Anytime you're talking about such sexual assault, that, that's a very touchy topic, man. And it the is. NFL has had too many black eyes in recent years in terms of how they dealt with situations, i.e., a lack of blackhead coaches in the National Football League. You look at the Ray Rice situation, you know, from Baltimore years ago. Um, and, and I know the league is sitting back thinking, we have to wait until we have all the facts. I mean, you look at – go back to Ben Roethlisberger. He was even in a similar yeah. situation. Okay. Right. You know, he had a couple of a sexual assault um, allegations out was there against him. six games, Derek? I think, I think I believe it was a six-game suspension. I think it was six, right? So and yeah, I so I mean, twelve, and it went, and then they cut it down to and six. And they reduced or it, yeah. They reduced, and so it. I, so that's why I said I could see Deshaun getting six or eight games, yeah. based on, on the recent history of the National Football League and how they've been left with egg on their faces in a lot of situations. Um, you know, it would have surprised me if he started at six and got it reduced to four, maybe even three. No, but I think it's going to start out bigger. And then as we we as they get closer to the season, look at the situation, and more information comes out between now and the time training camp comes around or the start of the NFL season, I think they'll make an even more definitive ruling at that time. Let's go over to the defense. A couple last questions for you here. Um, yeah. How about we take the quarterback conversation out? Um, I talked to Seth Joyner yesterday. and Seth oh, Wait, 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 wait. You, so you've had Seth on also? So you've had oh, Barrett Brooks. Now, I understand they're former NFL players. I get that. Okay, I'm going to let this slide. You've had Barrett Brooks on. You've had Seth on. And I'm not saying I'm in their category. I'm not saying. But it's okay. It's all right. Though. But, okay, now, my 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 uh, my emotions have been put to rest. I'm being time. shamed here. I'm being, <laughs> I'm, be I'm, I'm being shamed here, man. I love it. Hey, oh, wait a minute. Mike Quick, Gary Cobb, blasphemy, D-Gun. That's from Xander. What? <laughs> Xander, I'll be calling you after I get off of here. I'll be giving you a call. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey Derek, I'm edge, so, rusher, sorry, biggest, hey, uh, edge rusher, biggest need, you think? I think so. Um, I, I think they're, they're they're done with Derek Barnett. Um, you know, the, the story came out, rumor, whatever you want to call it, that they have interest in Chandler Jones. 
You know, Tanner, Chandler Jones is what, 32, almost 33, but can be effective. Uh, again, do, do you get a Chan, Chandler Jones or somebody the equivalent of on a low tier veteran salary? Still draft a young upcoming defensive end, have the, you know, the likes of a Brandon Graham, Chandler Jones, groom a young guy to take over in 2023. But I do think in a league where edge rushers are at a premium, you know, in the National Football League, I do think you need to find that, that edge rusher that can complement uh, a Brandon Graham. And as much as I love Brandon Graham, you know, as, hey man, as you know, once you've had an Achilles injury at the age of 33, Oh, yeah, it's over. It's, it's not the same anymore. So you've nope. got to take that into consideration. You might need two edge rushers. And, and and because Jonathan Gannon doesn't blitz a whole lot, you know, you need your front four to be able to get home. Now, if they do keep Fletcher Cox, again, along with Javon Hargrave, and you got the young kid, Milton Williams, you got a great trio of interior D tackles to get that in, the interior push. But you need those speed merchants coming off the edge, man. And, and so, yes, I do think. Um, when you have, when you, I think, I don't know if you'd agree or disagree, but I think if you have a pretty good pass rush, it disguises a lot of deficiencies oh, yes. you might have on the back end from the linebackers to the corners to the safeties. Absolutely, man. Speak, you know, you know, I'm trying to make amends here, and you mentioned grooming. I could always send you a manscape, uh, weed whacker if you, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, yeah, there you go. Send me a couple of those, man. I got a son, a son in law. Send me a couple of those, man, if you want to appease me. <laughs> hey, man, this has been a lot of fun, man. I hope you'll do this again, man. I really, I. I've heard so much, and Barrett goes like this today. By the way, I'm going to tell him on Monday you're going to slap the shit out of him when you see him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked I talk to Barrett. We, Barrett and I talk a couple times a week, man, and the conversations we have. I man, love it's him. Like, man, you know what? He, he's an imposing figure. But he is the big. He is the nicest, six five, three hundred forty pound person uh, you could ever want to meet. He has a heart, heart of gold. Uh, very generous. Uh, just to tell you a quick story that I tell all the time, you know, uh, when people I worked with uh, in, in Philadelphia, they always say, hey, man, how come you never invite us over for a cookout or anything? And I always say, look, man, my home is like church and state. I keep working home separate. And somehow Barrett found a way to backdoor me and get close to my family. My grown kids refer to him as Uncle Barrett. I'm still trying to figure out how this happened. OK, my wife loves Barrett Brooks. I'm still trying to figure out how this happens. You know, and I'm giving Barrett too many accolades. Dang it. You know, but no, seriously, I love the guy. He's a great guy. Um, you know, you couldn't ask for better people. So it's the wife I have to get close to in the family. Yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, all right, got, yeah. man. Yeah, I gave, I'm I gave you a tip. Man, you're going to have to help me. Derek, we got to do this again, man. Hey, bro, anytime you need me on, I mean, I understand I'll be number 27 on your pecking order, but I'm here, brother. I'm always here. I'm going to take the lashes on this because I deserve it. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate <laughs> it, my friend. Man, you take care, brother, and I keep listening to you. Keep doing what you do, brother. I love what you do. Thank you, sir, so much. It's an honor to have you on there. All right, man, hit the like button. We'll respond to all that. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't go for him go for her go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at theoceanac.com at stateside vodka every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free what's that uh a rocks glass you're telling me that bottle is cut in half you could say that 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Insulted again. Hit the like button. Big Sills here. Xander goes, the show's good today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, I got a phone to, I got a phone call to make. Hang on, guys. Ten seconds. It's not on speed dial either, just so you know. Yeah, Nick Papa Giorgio. How you doing? It's your boy Sills. Yeah, how's South Philly doing? Yeah, okay. I uh, know shitty game last night. I get it. Hey, listen, I need a deal. Uh, no, no, I'm looking to get, like, I want to get a package sent out. No, not my balls package. I want to get a deal set up where we get free massages for life if Deshaun signs with the Eagles. How many chicks we talking? I don't know. What do they look like? I don't know. Good looking. <laughs> yeah, implants would work. That Well, that's my preference. I don't know what his is. I can't throw my preference out there. Yeah. We're going to start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Everybody here will start a GoFundMe. Hey, everybody in Philly, you want to start a GoFundMe? Free massages. No? Yeah, they said they want to win 13 games. Yeah. Well, free massages get a guy to come to Philadelphia and win 13 games. What do you think? He wants sandwiches at Geno's? Okay, work on it. Nick Papa Giorgio, you're my boy. We're boys forever. Love you very. Hey, Boda Fortuna, how you doing? All right. Yeah, okay, good. There we go. Too soon. (laughs) Look at Daz. Daz goes, I'll give him massages. (laughs) Hey, I got my own massage table. Hey, you know, Daz, 
I don't think he's looking for dudes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't heard the deposition yet. And by the way, I don't care what it says in it, what he likes. I don't care he's a freak show off the table or on the table, I should say. I care he's a freak show on the field at Lincoln Financial. Cleared of all charges? As far as I'm concerned, the guy's exonerated. But Sills, what if we don't get him? Well, then guess what? The dominoes of the world turns in the NFL quarterback race still on. You think some shitty team is going to put up assets? for? Watch this. You think Deshaun Watson is going to go like this? Hey, let me go to the Jets. Here's the teams. Carolina, Philly, Miami, New Orleans. Where Minnesota? So you think the guy from the South wants to go and play in Minnesota? He does have Jefferson up there. Uh, the team's pretty good and well run. Okay? Think about where you don't want to play. Oh, yeah. Would he play in Chicago? Worst old line in football. Seattle? Okay. I just told you what they did. Oh, and by the way, you know why you don't play in Miami? Because of that shithead owner. Steven Ross makes knee-jerk decisions. Does stupid stuff. You know how Howie gets away with it? Howie, what's this? Howie, you fired a hall. You fired a Hall of Fame coach in Andy Reid. And you let a Super Bowl coach walk out the door. Yeah, but I did make the playoffs and I did hire Nick Sirianni. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I got rid of Wentz, who everyone in Philly, or half the people in Philly hated. Justin Fields. Lawrence, who? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Here, look look at that right there, what Lawrence said. Chicago's got Justin Fields. Who? (laughs) I'm trying to give you a franchise guy, not a guy who you have no idea if this guy, I don't know, that you keep him. I have no faith in that guy. Florida has some nice Japanese massage therapists. I wouldn't know. Big Seals don't like too many people rubbing up on him. Eh, just my style. You know what I'm saying? I don't like my feet touched, and I don't like people rubbing up on me. That's why dudes never cut Big Seals' hair. I told my wife that. My wife goes like this. You need to get a haircut. I went, no, dudes. She goes, yeah, there's a bar. I go, no, no, barbers, man. You think I want some guy rolling his coolions up on me, man, with my arms out like this? Nah, guys don't cut Big Seals' hair. That ain't happening. How many times do you have a guy rub his coolions on you? When you're getting your hair cut, I'm like, dude, every time I get a haircut, I'm like this. I'm like a mummy. I'm like King Tut. I'm like this. Come on, man. Stop with the nut rubbing. Get them off my elbows. Not good. <laughs> you get that guy going, hey, man. And you're, he's like rubbing. And you're like, guy. Not happening. <laughs> Dudes don't cut my hair. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, here. 
Do me a favor, guys. Let's have a prayer before we go. God. God in heaven, who I worship daily and I love. Thankful for my family. Thank you for this time of Lent. Please, on Monday, give me the news we're all wanting to hear. <laughs> God, I'll never have to work again. <laughs> my God, I'll never have to work again in six months if this goes down. I love you, and I pray it happens. Thank you so much. Look at everybody praying. <laughs> Ah, guys, hit the like button. I love you so much, man. We're back on the middle on Monday then, too. I can't wait to hear what Barrett thinks about this, too. By the way, man, Barrett, where the hell were you today? Why don't you just chime in instead of fixing a fender? <laughs> All right, man. Hey, check us out on Monday, back in the afternoon. Gary Cobb will be with us. I can't wait to hear G. Cobb's thoughts, too. Have a great weekend. Share it. Like it. Had some great folks on today. Don't forget Monday, 4 to 6, Eastern Time. We'll see you on the flip side. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.